Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It was just a weird night and afternoon in Foxborough. Ended up just chatting with a whole bunch of folks after the game. And in the rain, uh, it was great to see a bunch of Charger fans out there. Um, shout out to Alan. Uh, he came up to the booth, the booth in, in New England, like of all the booths to broadcast from in the NFL, there are a couple that are better than anywhere else. And number one, New England, it's the best booth. They put the radio and this is what every, this is what every single team should do. And I get it. Radio and the local broadcast are second class citizens. Money is made on TV, but the Patriots, the Bears, the Buffalo Bills all have the radio booths right next to where TV is. So I was looking through the glass to my right, old friend alert, Spiro. Didis was on the call for CBS with Archuleta. And so we're calling the game from the best perspective, 50-yard line, right above the first section of seats, barely used my binoculars the whole game because we were so close. So um, anyway, so I was chatting with Spiro after the game, was chatting with Bob who calls the games for the Patriots after the game, ended up talking to a bunch of Charger people, coaches, some front office folks. So I couldn't do it last night. My apologies. Um, Huge Charger fan from Mexico. Love that. Uh, Absolutely love that. P. Cortina. Uh, Buenas. Well, not quite that. Buenas dias to you. Uh, And thank you. Muchas gracias uh, for joining. I wish I had more than that. I probably do if I really thought about it, but my Spanish is still uh, a little wobbly. Um, So here we go. Um, What do we make of last night? This is crazy. I was talking to Tom Telesco after the game, and when he said it, I didn't believe it. And then, and I've got it right here in front of me, I went into the play-by-play. It is incredible. Neither team got into the red zone. Neither team got into the red zone. That's crazy. Like, okay, you didn't score points. It was 6-0, but... Neither team actually made it past the opponent's 20-yard line. That's how wonky of a game that was. Now, the Chargers should have. They absolutely should have had two red zone trips. You had a huge drop by Q on a third down that would have given them a first and 10 from the 12. They score that touchdown there, and the game's all they needed to do was score nine points. Uh, You know, DJ made the joke in the middle of the when they were up 6 nothing, and, and he said, it's a very dated joke, but hey, whatever. He said, have you ever seen the show 8 is enough? Because 8 is going to be enough to win this game. And he was right. And I think how the Chargers got over that that seven, that 8-point mark, it would have been over. There's no way the Patriots with that offense, which is probably of all the, the games I've called since I've been the play-by-play guy of the Chargers since 2017, I think that's the worst unit I've ever seen in terms of offense, defense, I think that is the worst. I've never seen anything like that, especially once Ramondre Stevenson went out. Just offensive line struggled to protect. Quarterback did not look like an NFL quarterback. Receivers could not separate. Receivers couldn't catch. Uh, if they managed to get open, Zappy could not find them or threw behind them. It was it was a real miserable lot. So interesting to see what's going on with them moving forward. Patriots are still a very good defense. Uh, the, the Chargers could not run the ball. That continues to plague them. It would have been a great run the heck out of the ball game. You saw that's what the Patriots tried to do. The, the problem is, and like this is this is why explosive plays are so important. These 
play drives, ultimately you're going to take a negative play, right? There's going to be a sack. There's going to be a penalty. There's going to be, there's going to be something that happens that then derails it. And that's why the Patriots just are not a threat to score points. They can't, they have no explosives. The one they almost have that very well could have won them the game, the pass to Devontae Parker on the left sideline, like he just doesn't have the spatial awareness to recognize he's got to get two feet down. Instead, his feet are like this, instead of like this, as he's fallen to the ground and it ends up being an incomplete pass. So it's it was it was a slog. But you know, the defense played great. Khalil Mack, look, Khalil Mack's got a shot at being an all pro. He he has got a shot at being an all pro in his eleventh season. You know, it's when you look at the edge defenders, he is in that conversation with TJ Watt and Miles Garrett. And if they can string together some wins here, you know, you saw the limitations with the Broncos offense yesterday. If they can string together some wins and they can get to 500 or maybe nine and eight and, you know, get into that conversation for the wild card, I would be very surprised if Khalil Mack was not in the conversation as an all pro. Because here's one of the great stats about Mack, by the way. He's not just one of the league leaders. And let me see, what is he in terms of sacks this season? I mean, he's got 15 now after two yesterday, so he's got to be darn close to the, to the league lead. But he, is, he leads the league, and it's by a pretty substantial margin. Yeah, so he leads the league with 15 sacks. He has got 23 more sack yards than T.J. Watt, who is one sack behind him. So his 15 sacks have gone for 116 yards. That is drive-changing. These aren't sacks, you know, where it's now he gets the sack on second down and it's now second and it's third and 12. No, it's now third and 21. Like yesterday he had an 11-yard sack. So you're talking about a guy that's getting, on average, what would that be, about eight yards per sack. So, yeah, so he's number one in sacks with 15. He's got 14 tackles for loss, five forced fumbles to lead the league. And on top of all that, the sack yards. I mean, he is having an incredible season. And, you know, Austin Eckler had one fly through his hands on a first down that ended up being a three and out. Keenan had one get to his body. And uh, and J.C. Jackson was able to break it up. Got to get those hands out there on that one. And then, obviously, the two just drops that you cannot have. That would have been complete and total game changers from Donald Parham and Quentin. And I'll say this. Look, I think for all the incoming that those guys take, particularly Q, like what you probably can't see is like that guy. I just I wish somehow we could get confidence. Can we can we put confidence in this cup of coffee and, and he can drink it down? He was beating himself up. Everyone else is in slickers, you know, on the bench with the heaters. And he is just standing on the sideline, miserable with nothing on and getting completely drenched by the rain. Derek Ansley, the D.C., came over, put his arm around him. And uh, it was almost like a a form of self-punishment because he was so upset with himself for dropping that ball, which he should be. It's a perfect throw from Herbert. Herbert deserved better in that game. He played really well. No sacks. I think they only had four penalties. So it was uh, was very clean. I know it's a cup of coffee and not a beer. I'm not happy about it. So here we go to the comments. Um, But look, momentum. Snap a three-game losing streak. You're still alive. I said this on the pod with Chris. He's like, you know, what do you... What do you think you're playing for now? Like, what's the message? Messages are still alive. Like nine and, and and finally, for the first time, the the you know the AFC takes a hit from the NFC. Chiefs lose to the Packers. Rams beat the Browns. Cardinals beat the Steelers. So all of those things play in the Chargers' favor as they try. Because look, 
I've said this, they get the tougher games at home, right? The Bills and the Chiefs are at home. And and those will be, you know, just imagine Sunday. This is obviously glass half full. And it's not nearly as interesting watching me drink coffee as it is beer. But um, what if that Week 18 game between the Chiefs and the Chargers at home is for a playoff spot? Is for the Chargers to get into the playoffs. Win and you're in. You know, think about the Saturday game on Peacock, the first ever game that's going to be on that streaming service, one of the 30 they want us to pay for. That's going to be a tiebreaker. If if they can beat the Broncos and the Raiders, that's going to be like a tiebreaker sort of deal. So let's get to you, the people. You tend to know more about this stuff than I do anyway. I appreciate all of your comments. You help get me on track so I'm not just spewing a bunch of BS. Uh, Here we go. A lot of what's up. Chargers still suck. I mean... Look, they're five and seven. I wish they were eight and three, eight and five. You know, I, I think, or you know, what would it be, eight and eight and four? Um, they gave some games away. Uh, beer in the morning or coffee? Unfortunately, it's coffee. Uh, here we go. Keep going through the comments. What's the snack situation compared to SoFi? It's great because it's it's kind of like the TV spread. So they had chowder. They had Caesar wraps, chicken Caesar wraps. This is great. This is fantastic, by the way. So Scott Zolak does the color for the radio broadcast. And if you've ever listened to a Patriots game or some of the calls, poor Bob, Scott just pukes all over him. You know, like in the middle of the play, if it's, let's just say, I don't know, Devontae Parker, left sideline, zappy throws, he's got to step on the defense. And like before he can get all that out, Zolak is just like, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, get a Parker, blah, blah. He's one of those guys. So there's, we get chicken Caesar, roast beef sandwiches, clam chowder, fruit, uh, a salad, and a bunch of cookies. That was the spread. Uh, very nice spread at, at Gillette Stadium. So I go out and Zolak, just just look him up if you don't know who he is. Look him up and you'll get an idea of his personality. And he's a big guy, right? He's, he's former NFL quarterback, so he's probably 6'4", six, 6'5", six, and very broad-shouldered, big, meaty hands. There's a plate of just chicken breast, sliced chicken breast, where if you want, you know, just some straight protein, maybe I'm going to take the healthy snack, tongs there. He gets his mitts and he just grabs this breast. And I figure, okay, he's just going to take that whole chicken breast, but they're sliced. And he just like starts playing with it with his fingers and he's like shaking it. And all these pieces of, of chicken breast are falling off back onto the plate that's probably got... If it's sliced up, a hundred pieces of chicken, and he's shaking like seven or eight of these with his meaty hands, and just eating like that. I'm like, what a freaking meathead! Uh, it was hilarious. Like it was absolutely hilarious. So there you go. Um, well, it was a win. Crazy. Yeah, I said this on the broadcast, and I mean it. You know how many pretty losses I've seen from the Chargers, where Justin Herbert throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns, where Keenan catches 14 balls for 160 and two tugs. You know, where Austin Eckler has three combined touchdowns and 170. I've seen a lot of those pretty losses, and they are pretty. Uh, What I haven't seen a lot of, ugly wins. So give me the ugly win. Uh, It's been too long. How do I listen to your broadcast? If you have SiriusXM, usually every local broadcast is somewhere on that channel list. If you're not in L.A., if you're in L.A., you can just pull up the Chargers app. It'll be on there, or we're on 98.7. It'll be on, or I think on the app, they play their music. So it would be the Chargers app. What's going on with Eckler? He's struggling. I think so. I think he's still effective in the pass game. I think just the run game in particular has really struggled. It's been very hard for them to get anything going. I think some of it's offensive line not getting push, um, but I also think the runners as well are, are leaving a little bit to be desired. 
Um, and hopefully it's something they'll they'll figure out. Josh Kelly had a really nice run yesterday. Um, one of them, but they got to have more than one, right? Uh, let's see what else. Charger fan from Mexico. Appreciate you already said that. Um, let's see. Eso. Entonces, viva Mexico. Exactly. Um, again, I appreciate you. I wish I had more. Like I'm... Hablo un poco español, pero no... Let's see what would be a bit. No, aprendió mucho las. It's terrible. Uh, hace, hace dos meses. Does that make sense? No, the last two months, not two months ago. Sorry. Money saved me a forest lamp. Come see us at our Christmas party out in Tarantula. How am I doing in fantasy football? Not great. Uh, I did get a win yesterday, but I think I am, I want to say, um, Five and seven, so not great. Uh, miss you, miss working with you. Oh, hey, Lorena, I miss you too. I know, uh, I got booted. Got booted from uh, NFL Network like over a year ago, so a lot of you people um, absolutely uh, miss so many of you, especially you, Lorena, and all the folks that I used to get to see over there. Dub is a dub, that's right. Shut the Pats out, should celebrate that. I agree, Seth, and look, they played great defense against the Ravens. The week before, that was an incredibly impressive defensive performance. Kendricks had his best game, by the way. Kendricks played a great game. He, he has been an issue in coverage a little bit. But yesterday, he had that huge pass breakup to seal the win on fourth down. Had a sack. Was stout in the run game. Kendricks played really well yesterday. Coach Drahazel, my uh, high school coach, baseball and basketball. Appreciate you. I hope you are doing well. Yeah, see, this is a little bit of a different group than the late night because now we got more East Coast Midwest folks. Uh, what else we got? I was there, grew up in Rhode Island, as a Charger fan, saw some old friends, sat in the rain the whole time, loved that JPEZ. There were quite a few people, actually, that I, uh, that I saw that were East Coasters. One guy, I didn't get his name, he was absolutely tossed, he was great, but he just kept going, charges, charges money. So I appreciate him, soccer score, I don't even know, yeah, I, it's baseball, soccer, hockey, take your pick. Uh, defense saved the game, horrible game, I, again, you can say it was, it was an ugly game. It was an ugly game. <laughs> Q dropped the pass, yeah. I know. Keep working on it, you know. There have been rookies that have started slow that, you know, eventually it clicks. You know, think about Panay Sewell, his rookie year. Everybody was talking about, you know, wow, he's got to play right tackle. And now he's one of the best tackles in football. Sometimes it takes a minute to click. So hopefully that'll be the case with Q. We already did the Eckler question. Drops passes. Yes, I agree. Got to catch him. Um, Bill to the charge. Oh, Bill Belichick. Um, look, they can still make the playoffs. They can still make a run. This team is still talented enough. Until that, until that possibility is exhausted, I think it is premature to speculate on who the head coach of this team is going to be next year. I still believe, I do. I, I, I love the way Kellen Moore calls the game. Again, drops, fumbles. Just think about what has done the offense in these last couple weeks. So, you know, they should have won the Packer game. It's that simple. But players drop balls. You know, Keenan dropped two. That's eight points. Q dropped one that very well could have been a game winner. So that's not on Kellen. I love the way Kellen calls the game. So I still have Deuteronomy is one of my favorite follows. Trubisky Zappi on Thursday. That was funny, by the way, the preview on Thursday Night Football that had a picture of Belichick. Um, here we go. What's with the Chargers receivers dropping balls all the time? Yeah, I, they got to got to get it fixed. Now, look, yesterday, right, it's wet, it's cold, it's not ideal. Like the one that went through Austin's hands, I'm like, dude, why don't you have gloves on? Uh, I appreciate, you know, that, but man, throw on some gloves. Maybe catch that. Uh, let's see what else we got. What do you think is hurting our run game? I think we already went through that. Thank you, though. Uh, w. Rod 
triple three. Uh, I think it's a everything. It's a combination of everything. Um, I think the run game probably looks a lot different if you have the threat of Mike Williams going downfield. Right now, they're not threatened downfield. Like, they've got to get that explosive possibility back. Uh, late morning dishes, coffee, to post our, our, our coffee, and post-gamer beers. Exactly. Biggest key versus Broncos. I think turnovers. Like, to me, that's what this team needs. They got that turnover. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be important because the, look at, I mean, look, look, right. The Broncos won five in a row. How do they do it? I think over that five game win streak, they were 21 takeaways to three giveaways. And what did they do yesterday? Three giveaways. So that to me is what they have to have that you've got to continue to get takeaways, I think for this team to win. So that would be the key. And I think, look, they've got that. That's a good pass defense. You know, it's a good secondary. So you know what they're going to do. They're going to double Keenan just like the Patriots did, uh, try to take him away. And other guys got to step up, you know, whether it's Gerald Everett, Donald Parham, Quentin Johnston. I want to see more Alex Erickson. I, I, he made the catch of the day yesterday, you know. I want to see more of him. Guy's great. He runs great routes. He catches the ball when it's thrown to him. Put him out there. Let's get more reps for him. Uh, what else we got? Is Palmer? That's a great one. Thank you, John Stockton Shorts. Uh, I think Palmer is coming back. So that'll help incredibly. You know, incredibly. Josh Palmer is a legit number two receiver for any team. Do the Rams make the playoffs? I think so. Although the Packers now are starting to get a little bit frisky. But I look at the Rams' schedule. I said this two weeks ago. I think it's lined up. And I thought the Browns was one of those. So they get, you know, at the Ravens, at the 49ers. Like, let's see if can they split those. And I wouldn't be surprised if they if they did. What's up for – oh, I love Pismo Beach. Uh, Bob, love Pismo. Um, love Avila. Uh, love love the Central Coast, and once football season's over, I'm going to be up there an awful lot, and hopefully there'll be some Central Coast waves in 40-degree water, which I went in in a spring suit the first time I ever went up when my daughter visited in August. Uh, da, 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 dancing music, like SoFi does with the other team. They did not, Cosmic Charlie. Uh, here we go. Chargers appear disjointed, lack of detail, no hard individuals. Having a great season, Herbert, Herbert absolutely Herbert's a leader, no doubt. When you have an ability like Justin Herbert has, guys just follow him. They follow him, you know, just think about, you know, how much different Herbert's stat line would have looked if his guys caught his passes. So he played a great game, took no sacks, stood in there, delivered the ball on time. Ball is wet. There's no turnovers. There's no sacks. So sometimes it's not just what's in the box score. You know, it's kind of, okay, what are we watching? Is he getting rid of the ball early? No, standing in there tall, delivering balls. And it just was one of those games. Um, I don't think they're just, I, th I think Joshua, like the, the interesting point is like, you can't get all three phases synced up. So I don't know if it's disjoint, it's just complimentary football. Can we get special teams, defense and offense to all play uh, a, an A game in the same game? And I don't think we've seen that yet. You could maybe say the Jets game, but that was still a take care of the football game. You know, let our defense win this game. Same with the Bears. You know, the offense has no chance, so let's just not turn the ball over. So a lot of times you just don't know what's asked. Like, look at Bailey Zappi, right? Guys, like I said, you watch him and just the arm strength, the, the ability to throw on time, to see it, like none of that is there, but he's not turning the ball over, really. You know, so that's you know, that's one of those where Mac Jones was throwing some bad interceptions, brutal interceptions. Like for Bill, for Bill Belichick, it's my defense is really good, so let's not turn the ball over and let's try it. I mean, how about this stat? 51-3. and three. This season, teams in the NFL are 51-3 and three 
when allowing 10 or fewer points. The three losses, all the Patriots. They have now lost three games where they have allowed 10 or fewer points. Uh, how many games have they lost by three points? Much better record, absolutely, but that's winning and losing. Are you a winner or are you not? So that's that's that one. Can we gain, that's, well, there we go. We just said that. Appreciate that, Lindsay. We mentioned trying to get complimentary football. Uh, Chargers make an attempt to get Derrick Henry. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I, I think you'll probably see some changes in that room this offseason. That would be my guess, just because Austin Eckler last year of his deal, Josh Kelly last year of his deal. Uh, uh, muy bien, Espanol. No, it is not. No, no S. Uh, let's see. I always look forward to this. Doing it with your Spanish. Un poco Espanol. Ditched any more cops on the freeway? No, but that was a huge win. Ditching that Garden Grove cop on the freeway, getting off at Golden West and not, and popping right back on and seeing him half a mile up the road. Uh, you can't think in Espanol. I think that's the problem, or I can't think in Espanol. That's the problem. Like, I can understand it like you just wrote that. Uh, funky Homo sapien and Del the Funky Homo sapien is a favorite of mine, by the way. So, um, yes, I can understand it. Invited to the guy. Hey, I'll take it. Love it. Uh, haven't won in New England. Exactly. 2005. Drew Brees, 41-17. Tough place to win except for this year. Um, if they lost, Staley would have been fired, but they didn't. So, um, more Matt Dinero Smith. Special teams was awesome. Special teams was huge. We interviewed J.K. Scott after the game. <laughs> That's how huge special teams was. He was like the player of the game. I mean, he really flipped the field every time. Whatever they needed, he was able to give them. And that was a big reason why they won. Cameron Dicker was, you know, the only points they put on the board in the rain, in the wind, 238 yarders right down the middle. Um, let's see. Gross Point Blake, favorite movie. Yeah, that was um, my second ever gold record. Uh, I did the soundtrack. They did a uh, remake of, um, was it Added Up or Blister in the Sun? Blister in the Sun. I think the Violent Femmes did a Blister in the Sun 2000 for us when we did that record, that soundtrack. And so we worked that. And um, the guy that I worked with, Neil, put that whole soundtrack together, which is fantastic, by the way. It's a great movie, but also a great soundtrack. So, yeah, my first ever gold record was Portishead, um, Portishead for Sour Times when I worked at London. Uh, that was my second and this one is Postal Service, which was pretty early as well. That was one of my, uh, my earlier ones. So I just figured I'd shake it up. Had kind of the same stuff in the background, the, the Modest Mouse poster and the, the Beastie Boys autograph set list. So I was like, I got all this stuff. It's kind of fun to throw it up there and talk about it. Um, what else? Can we beat the Broncos? Yes. What position do we draft first round 2024 corner? That'd be my guess. It's a good corner draft. And they, they need some, some, some depth and some help in the secondary. Oh, right on, Perez. You got the, uh, the Clippers tickets in Torrance, and you got to go to the game. We love that. We're going to the BJ's in Orange a week from today. So come see us. We'll give away a bunch more of those from Dayton. Let's go Flyers. Dayton, by the way, is where I was when I had my epiphany that I needed to get out of the record business. I was working records. That was my first job. I got a gig at, at London, followed by DreamWorks. And I remember uh, W, shoot, it was the Edge in Dayton. And my oldest daughter had just been born and she was maybe not even a year yet. And I had to do this Midwest run. I don't remember what we were working. We might've been working Nelly Furtado or Power Man or Papa Roach, one of those bands on DreamWorks. And I can remember I was doing like Detroit, Columbus, Cleveland, Dayton, Indianapolis, Cincinnati. It was that run trying to, you know, and that's what I used to do. I'd promote records, try to get the stations to play our records. 
And I remember, I remember it crystal clear. I was sitting in the hotel room. I, uh, I didn't, I couldn't get out that night because I went to a, a dinner with the the program director of, it wasn't WDET, that was Detroit. Anyway, it was the edge and thing. I just remember sitting in the uh, hotel room saying to myself, what are you doing? You're sitting in Dayton, Ohio. They play this record 40 times a week. You might sell 300 copies in this city. And you've got a kid at home and you're gone two weeks a month in all these different towns. And I love those towns. You know, I, I, I love seeing the, the country. It was great until I had kids. And then you're like, all right, this week it's Ohio. You know, in two weeks, I'm going to be from Birmingham to Biloxi to Little Rock and Fayetteville. And then I'll do West Texas and, and El Paso and, and all that, you know, and it just, I don't know, just got old. Um, anyway, sidebar. But love Dayton. Love the people of Ohio. Love Columbus. Always enjoyed out there. Should I pick up the Chargers defense in fantasy? I think this was the week to stream them, right, against the uh, – against the. Um, I probably wouldn't – this is going to be a fun one, this game, by the way, because you got Sean Payton, who I thought was total Bush League. Uh, and that was weird. I held up my thumb and the thumb came on the screen. Uh, Bush League, that he was politicking for Brandon's job last season talking to all his media people and trying to get them to push him for the chargers gig when it wasn't open. So you've got that. He's an offensive guy. Brandon's a defensive guy. There's going to be some extra motivation in the coaching ranks to figure out, you know, someone's going to really want to put it to the other person. No doubt about it. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think is that, Oh, it froze. Nope. Didn't freeze. Oh, is that it? We're at the end. All right. So that's it. Made it to the end. I think. Seemed like it froze there for a second. Nope. All right, everybody. So that was the uh, the coffee and the post game. Looking forward to Denver. I think turnovers is going to be the key. This team needs turnovers. You know, they lost. Look at those two losses against Baltimore and Green Bay. And you're talking about they turned the ball over. The other team didn't. And drop passes or turnovers in, in my book. We talked about that last week. So, um, cool. I think, uh, I think that's it. I feel bad if it's not. All right. I think... We're good. Thanks, everybody. Uh, another post game, this time with coffee, not beers. For sure, after the Bronco game, we will do it with beers. Uh, Raiders, probably going to be a little tricky in Vegas, flying home after Thursday night. I'll try. I will try. But if not, just kind of stick around maybe, and we'll do it that night when I get back home because it's a short flight. So, all right, everybody. Uh, appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Be sure to check out the podcast this week. You know, we do the Believe Sports on Thursday nights, that airs on Bally's West with Lorenzo Neal. And then we do the uh, Chargers Weekly with Chris Harey, and that posts on Thursday. So appreciate you all. Have a great day. Thanks for uh, breakfast with a game that ended yesterday around 1 p.m. Pacific time. But I was on the East Coast, so we couldn't do it. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.